Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning. Uh, today my guest is Matt Dubroff, who is, who's been studying the Alexander Technique teacher for 27 years and became a teacher of the technique in 2002. He's also a professor of theater at Hampton Sydney College in Farmville, Virginia, and specializes in Asian theater. He also uh, gives private Alexander technique lessons at that location. And to more to the point of what we're going to talk about today, he is a practitioner of the Wu style of Taiji Chuan and has been teaching that for 16 years. And we're going to talk a little about how the, te the technique can help with Tai Chi and maybe how Tai Chi could help uh, students and teachers of the Alexander Technique. Uh, Matt, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you very much. Happy to be here. Well, it's good talking to you. Um, could you begin by giving our listeners a very short description or definition of the Alexander Technique? Um, absolutely. I, I usually uh, make it personal because that's where it all began with me mm -hmm. um, in that the, I find the Alexander Technique is one of the best uh, methods of dealing with life's habits. Um, and it's a, one of the most potent and effective techniques I've come, uh, I've come across for addressing uh, your habits of, uh, as an Alexander person might say, your habits of use, but that it happens to be, you know, your, uh, you could be your mental habits or your physical habits or your psychophysical habits, as the case may be. So really, any, any habits you have that you have a sense might be getting in the way, Alexander Technique's a good way to to um, to deal with that, right? To deal with that, and to as as you're on the path with Alexander, um, if you become aware of a habit, it might be that you become become aware of a good habit, and you choose to reinforce that one as well. Of course, and, and yeah. That yeah. that that awareness is, is valuable too. It's not just about getting rid of habits. <laughs> right, right. And I, it's interesting to me that you've been teaching Tai Chi a little longer it seems, then you've been teaching the Alexander Technique. So um, did your, but, but you were involved with the technique before starting to teach Tai Chi, right? Or yeah, had I, had a, I had a very intense uh, Alexander exposure um, f in college. Mm -hmm. um, first in my sophomore year, and then uh, over the course of my senior year, I, I basically... Uh, I had lessons four days a week for my entire senior year of college. That's a lot of Alexander lessons, private lessons. Wow, um, yeah. and it was a pretty unique circumstance that allowed that to happen. Um, and then uh, graduation happened and life happened. And I, I knew I wanted to be an Alexander Technique teacher at some point, but uh, there was a lot of living between my, my intense college experience and when I got to be near a training school where I could actually train. And along the way, I started studying Tai Chi. Mm -hmm. so then I had, um, in I went to the graduate school at the University of Hawaii in Manoa, mm -hmm. um, and I was studying Asian theater there. And part of our uh, graduate studies was to do some uh, Asian movement and some Asian uh, Asian performance movement and some Asian performance uh, singing. And I happened upon a Tai Chi teacher. 
Mm-hmm. So that's uh, with uh, I studied with uh, Patricia Leong, who is my uh, my Lao Shu, which is Chinese for uh, teacher, mm-hmm. um, in Hawaii, and I studied with her for three years. Mm-hmm. So and that's and that's, so that's that's why it sort of leapfrogs from exposure to teaching and and so on and so forth. So just um, a sort of a very general question that, that would be: How do you? see Tai Chi and Alexander technique relating to each other? I think with any of the uh, modalities that that we all deal with, um, massage therapy, yoga, Tai Chi, any of the martial arts, um, all, all of the stuff, uh, Traeger, etc. There's there's a, a connection between the notion of awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, every Every everyone that that's sort of your your ground, um, and and with Tai Chi you have to be working from an area of awareness, and with Alexander technique I think without awareness you're 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 in the dark. Um, so that's where the connection happens, and then the learning process is very different from Tai Chi in my experience from Tai Chi to Alexander. In that Tai Chi is a lot of set patterns that mm-hmm. you learn, patterns of movement, um, whereas Alexander's uh, not that. <laughs> um, but as you are um, learning these patterns of movement, you're, you're, you come up against your personal, and I come back to it, you come up, up, up against your personal habits. Um, if, if you have a, if you're um, holding yourself improperly in a Tai Chi position, a good teacher will start to point that out to you and, and ideally you'd be able to learn how to make a, a different choice and, and get the proper position for Tai Chi. Mm-hmm. So, so, but, but Alexander, as you say, doesn't really deal with positions particularly or even what activities you're doing, but this is, is more a way to learn how to do anything uh, in a better way. Right. Yeah, and, and actually, now, now the the way you phrase that actually comes back to the the more advanced levels, perhaps the uh, of Tai Chi. Once you get past the the basic forms of it, um, a, a teacher will say everything is Tai Chi. All all movement is Tai Chi. So once again, I think it comes back to this notion of of uh, awareness. Once that is going. Um, that car- that carries through. It's not like you stop being aware when you're when you stop doing uh, any of your form practices, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, tai-, tai Chi has a really uh, wonderful organizational principle as well, which a uh, very strong organizational principle, which I think uh, you can see in the Alexander technique, obviously with with uh, the classic notion of directions. Mm-hmm. Um, tai-, tai Chi doesn't necessarily put them into those terms, but uh, the the basic there's a notion of, of uh, use when when you are doing tai chi um, of of using yourself well as you go through the various positions. So it's one thing to um, raise your arm, uh, mm-hmm. and then you can raise your arm poorly, and you can raise your arm well. And the tai chi is looking for a certain level of, uh, if you will, efficiency. It puts puts that mm-hmm. uh, of of use out there. And typically in Tai Chi, it, let's say you are not raising your arm well, uh, would the usual solution be that the teacher might guide your arm or ask you to imitate his or her movements, that sort of thing? Or would there be the kind of mental self-directing that 
we tend to associate with the Alexander technique, directions and so on. Well, let's let's keep in mind that when I was learning Tai Chi, I was already uh, I'd, I'd say you know fairly connected with Alexander work, um, right? And I, I was I was thinking about this that I uh, as I was learning Tai Chi, I I perhaps had an advantage over other students who had no uh, training in anything; they were just coming in first class. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had no more, I had no martial arts training prior to this, but, uh, I think the Alexander technique, uh, gave me a, uh, head start, if you will, on the learning process. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I understood that there were, um, a te- uh, the, the basic procedure that I was, that I was trained under was a teacher would show us a movement sequence mm-hmm. three times, mm-hmm. and then we would, uh, follow her three times no, no nothing was spoken and then she'd watch us mm-hmm. and we'd 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 muddle through and make grand mistakes mm-hmm. uh and then then there was a, a correction phase um if you're coming back to the the raising an arm well or raising an arm uh uh i'll say poorly um there there's another training approach where as you're going through the form, a teacher might just say, now hold that position. So you've got 20 or 30 people, students in the classroom, and they all hold a position. If you are using yourself well, you can hold that position quite comfortably. Mm-hmm. If you're, for example, your shoulders have come up as you've picked up your arm, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to get tired. And you, and you might hold this for a, a few minutes um, as the teacher makes her way around, as, as my teacher made her way around and, and did manipulate us uh, into a better uh, organization. So there, there, was, there was some contact. It wasn't extensive. We weren't, it's not like a private lesson of an Alexander session. Alexander right, but lesson. the idea is if you're, if you're adding uh, unnecessary tension, for example, to that act of lifting your arm, to take that as the example, the teacher, well, first of all, if you're doing that, it's going to be tough to, to keep your arm up for a long time, mm-hmm. and, and you'll notice that. And so I guess your attention will go to that whole issue. And then the teacher would come, and with her hands, she would uh, slightly readjust you. Is that how it would? Work? Yeah, it would be a matter of uh, just putting a hand on your shoulder, saying, uh, let, "Let's, let's." I don't know if she said, "Let's let go of that." And there's a, a term I, I don't want to use too much lingo, but um, uh, tai, tai Chi uh, and a lot of Chinese um, philosophy. Uh, focuses on various energies of the body, mm-hmm. um, and Tai Chi has uh, it is a martial art, so it has an explosive energy. It has a push, a, a ward off var- various things, and one of the f- one of the fundamental energies is one called Song, um, which means uh, they and it never gets translated well as cause it's, it is a different language at the end of the day. Um, but it, they usually say it means relax, mm-hmm. but they often demonstrate it and they say it's not collapse, mm-hmm. it's this. And then they'd show somebody who was exhibiting good use, general, mm-hmm. general right. efficient use. So okay. it's, it's really one of the fundamental energies of Tai Chi is to have your body be in a state that's uh, um, efficiently functioning for, this, for whatever position you happen to be in, which to my mind sounds very much like Alexander work. Right. And so the the advantage that you had going into that Tai Chi learning experience was that you, like if you raised your arm and it wasn't, didn't seem good, you had some internal directions you could give yourself. 
that would Absolutely. help you to to uh, move it more easily. And and Absolutely. yeah, and, very and, much so. And, and that's yeah, not what the other people in the class had. They they probably I assume dependent on on the instructor to reposition them, call their attention to something they might be doing, but not necessarily giving them an overall strategy for dealing with that kind of excess tension. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, def- definitely not a, a, a total uh, tonal assessment or, or mechanism as, as the Alexander Technique uh, does work with. Right. Um, yeah, it, it might have been a little more piecemeal than that. I think the, the end goal... Uh, of Tai Chi is, is very similar and you're working towards a, uh, a totality of, of use that translates through the entire body. Um, mm. But perhaps the, the, the pedagogy, <laughs> Tai Chi pedagogy hasn't caught up there. Well, it's a different kind of a pedagogy. I, I mean, I can remember learning Qigong, uh, a short Qigong form many years ago that was taught exactly the way you described. The teacher would mm-hmm. do it several times class would do it he'd watch and then he'd come around and and make tiny little suggestions it was almost everything you learned it seemed like you learned from imitation or observation and imitation which which is very valuable i th- i think uh, our our culture has a, a maverick sensibility about it mm-hmm. where the uh, monkey see monkey do is is somewhat discredited but i think there is a certain value um, and maybe that's my my uh, connection. All my connections with the various Asian art forms that I that I work with, um, and and the the distance I've traveled with with that, um, bringing also my my sensibilities that that I've uh, developed over the years. Um, coming back to the if you if you get held uh, during a Tai Chi class, if you get held in a excuse me for a second. Okay. Um, if you get held in a position, you, uh, um, I found myself uh, using that as an opportunity to direct, um, use my Alexander directions uh, and really reinforce them uh, in, while, I, while I was in a certain position. So I guess one message we could put out there is if you are studying or uh, training in, in the area of Tai Chi, or I would imagine pretty much any martial art, that uh, Alexander technique could be a way to help you overcome obstacles. Would that be a fair statement? Do you think? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, the the another thing that Alexander technique does, I find, is it gives you a more um, accurate sensibility of uh, even just when you look at somebody raise your arm, you can, because you've been looking at how, uh, if you have the Alexander training, um, you've been looking at how movement happens Mm -hmm. a lot of times, you can can, uh, more accurately on the first go-around when you're in the imitation mode, Mm -hmm. um, you can, I I, I feel, I, I, again, was able to imitate more accurately. Yes, I could see that, absolutely. So, but now looking at things from the other direction, uh, what would you say that um, s- some training in Tai Chi or perhaps more generally a martial art uh, would be, how, would that, how might that be helpful for someone who is either teaching or, or studying the Alexander Technique? I th- um, so I guess the, the question you're asking is what, what could a Tai Chi teacher bring to an Alexander Yes. Lesson. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's it's sort of approaching from the 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 flip side of the coin if if uh um use as alexander would say if use affects functioning um this is functioning can affect use mm-hmm. so when when you're doing the alexander technique you are you're functioning i mean i'm sorry when you're doing tai chi you are functioning right and and ideally you have good use as you're doing it so if you're fun when you work when i when i've done this a little bit when i work with uh, alexander students i can um approach them put hands on them in a different way i actually do a lot of this um and i exert a certain degree of pressure on a on a student which to to some degree makes them use themselves differently mm-hmm. if if that makes sense sure. uh, it's, yep. it's um uh the after you after you've been training with um Tai Chi for some time, you get into an area of, it's not quite sparring. Sparring is actual uh, martial techniques, but uh, as, a, as a half step towards that, there's something called push hands, Tui Show. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tui Show really gets you uh, to put your functioning, to pit your functioning against somebody else's mm-hmm. functioning. Mm-hmm. Um, and much in the same way, I can approach as a Tai Chi teacher. Uh, I can bring that sensibility to how I work with an Alexander student and um, check on their use through a fairly uh, – if you're used to standard Alexander, um, if, I'll, if, if I may, a, a light touch mm-hmm. or, or um, very delicate hands, mm-hmm. um, I can actually put a little force into a student's body and um, communicate with them that way. So you're, in, in a sense, getting at – the task of improving their use by um, giving them a direct experience of better functioning. That very much so. And yeah. the, um, uh, it, it really deals with um, their structure has to wake up to the force that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm putting into them. Mm-hmm. And the force I put into them has to come come out of me in a, in a clean manner through a Tai Chi uh, uh, structure myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I guess my, my, my organization is speaking to their organization. If right, right. And, and as you say, that's a somewhat different way of using, for an Alexander t- teacher to use their hands than you typically see in an Alexander lesson. But what you're saying is, in this case, if you're working with someone with Tai Chi, that that has an appropriateness that it might not have elsewhere. So that's 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 me as a Tai Chi using my Tai Chi skills, my Tai Chi abilities as a, as a teacher of the Alexander technique right. to give uh, to give an Alexander student a, a Tai Chi lesson or exercise. I haven't done that so much, although there are certain. Um, Positions of Tai Chi that that we use in Alexander all the time. Um, like most most notably monkey. is, is um, <laughs> monkey a little bit, but really the lunch. Oh, the lunch. Um, yeah. And and, <laughs> and 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 that is my my uh, my style of Tai Chi is is uh, lunge uh, intensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. that when I was as a as a teacher when I was training to be a teacher and we got introduced to a lunge, I was like, oh. This is just like Tai Chi. <laughs> so, right, so the right. um, it, it was that activity was very native to me already. 
um, as a result of my Tai Chi training. So that would be something that would um, be uh, of use for uh, out of the Tai Chi movement patterns would be of great use to a, a student, I would think. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of an analogy to to what you're describing using your Tai Chi knowledge to help someone. Uh, I, I would think maybe, uh, say, uh, uh, there, if you had an Alexander teacher who was also a singing teacher, they might work with a student, even who's not a, a vocal student, but might work with their voice in a more direct way in addition to the Alexander overall way of working with people. Absolutely. I mean, and, and, you know, with Alexander work, it becomes a matter of, uh, uh, I return to the notion of habits. If if somebody uh, has never done Tai Chi before, then in fact Tai Chi becomes wonderful because it's a, a fresh playing field uh, through which to uh, explore. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that, whereas if when you're working with somebody who's sitting in a chair, that's wonderful as well. But then there, their habits are, their their habits of history of use is most evident. Whereas uh, with if they're if you give them some Tai Chi postures, there's an area of exploration that that could be um, a clean slate for them to begin with, or oh, that's perhaps if if you will, a cleaner slate. Oh, that's a very interesting idea. So there could be an advantage in someone. So you might even teach someone a few simple Tai Chi uh, moves or postures, not so much to teach them Tai Chi, but to give them, as you say, a fresh platform for learning basic Alexander ideas. Yeah, and I, and, and and in my work, because of the the range of things that I'm involved with, I've I've maintained as much as possible actually a fairly discreet sensibility between um, when I'm teaching Tai Chi, when I'm teaching Alexander. I have, I have not uh, felt inclined to, to do this so much except for how I use myself, but that's, that's, that's on me, not mm-hmm. on the student right. so much. Although if, if a stu- I, I did this when I was training because I had had my Tai Chi uh, work already, and then when it was time for me to train as a teacher of of the Alexander technique, um, a significant part of my uh, private lessons during that time were spent because I had access to teachers. Finally, um, I, I spent a lot of time with my teachers, going through the form and having them do Alexander work with me as I was doing the Tai Chi. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was I was to a certain extent um, relearning Tai Chi. Uh, with an Alexander, an actual Alexander person present, rather than when I was learning Tai Chi the first time, and I was going on my experiences as a mm-hmm. from my Alexander exposure. Right. So, right. is there anything else that we haven't covered that you'd like to to mention before we come to an end? Um, just just with regards to uh, Tai Chi and the Alexander technique, I think they 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 play together very well. There are a lot of uh, uh, connections that are great fun to explore, and um, I know some people get frustrated with the Alexander technique in at times. And this is depending on the teacher and the student, etc. That it can be fairly um, in and out of the chair, walking, lying down, mm-hmm. and 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 maybe a whispered ah here and there. It can become quite uh, standard procedures. Basically. Standard procedures, yeah. and Tai Chi is such a wonderful uh active mode 
uh, that still I, I feel the principles are right there all the time as you're working with or for me anyway as I'm working with my Tai Chi it's just a, it's a wonderful opportunity um, to to have bring both together both oh. action and uh, Alexander principles okay I think that's a great place to end our conversation um, my guest today has been Matt Dubroff who is uh, an Alexander Technique teacher He's also a practitioner and teacher of Tai Chi. He's a professor of theater at Hampton Sydney College in Farmville, Virginia. And he's available for teaching Alexander Technique lessons there. Um, and um, thank you so much for, for being on the show, Matt. It has been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah.